So in yesterday's, uh, we're in Sefer Shemuel Bet, Perak Gimel. In yesterday's class, we discussed that Yoav had killed Avner. Yoav, without David's permission, on his own, kills Avner. We spoke about the implications that this would have for David as he's trying to unite the kingdom. It looks very bad because Avner was a beloved man within Israel and within Binyamin. And now, um, and now there's no... Uh, all of the work that Abner was doing to consolidate the kingdom has gone to waste. Okay, so this is a very bad thing on part of Yoav. And on top of all of this, the pasuk is very clear that Yoav did this to do what? To save David? No. Yoav did this in order to avenge his brother Asael, which means that he let his personal thing get in the way of David consolidating the kingdom. Very, very, very bad. Okay, good. So David hears after this and he says, My kingdom and me is clean from God, as innocent from God, from the blood of Avner ben Ner. Now, what do you think? He's announcing it. Yeah, you'll see. What do you think would be the best thing for David to do at this point? If he wants to undo all of the damage that Yoav did, well, I could think of a couple of things. First of all, he should kill Yoav. Okay? And we're going to see whether he's able to kill Yoav. What else could David do? Punish him. He could punish him. Another thing he could do is to really show, is to somehow prove that he was not involved in this, which is very hard to do because he's the king. So how are you not involved in what your general is doing? It looks weak. What he's saying here is that he wasn't, he did not sign off on killing him. He didn't sign off on this, not part of this. So first he announces, he says, I am, I am innocent of all of the blood of Avner. All on this should befall on Yoav's head and on the house of his father. The Ali Karet, yeah, he curses Yoav. He says, Yoav should, his descendants should have uh, a Zav, a Mitzora. Zav is like a sick person who from, you know, some uh, emission. Mitzora, obviously we know what that Sarat is. Machazik Bapelech, what is Machazik Bapelech? What does it say? Uh, spindle. Those who lean on crutches. Okay, someone who leans on a crutch, Mahazik Bapelech, a cripple. Vinofel Baherev, someone falls by the sword, Bahasar Lachem, and lacking bread. So he curses Yoav and Yoav's family. This terrible curse. Now the Pasuk says again that Yoav and Abishai's brother, they killed Avner on the fact that he killed Asael in war. And the Pasuk makes it clear. That when Yoav, that when Avner killed Asael, he killed him in war. When Yoav and Avishai killed Avner, they killed him to avenge his blood. Okay. Now, an interesting point is that we don't, we didn't see Avishai involved in the killing of Avner. It seems like it was done by Yoav, but it includes him here. So it seems like he just wasn't as central to the death of Avner, but he was also involved. Okay. Um, Another thing that I wanted to point out is, why do you think Avner was killed? Meaning, let's say God is running the show at the end of the day, 
he obviously wanted Avner to be killed. So what do you think would have been the justification or the emet or the justice in having Avner killed? Despite the fact that it was done improperly, why is Avner killed anyways? Any answers? No, not because he killed. It's because it seems like it's because he split the mamlacha. Oh. When David was becoming king, Avner knew that Hashem had given David the kingship, and yet Avner still decided to split the mamlacha and to prop up Ishboshet for his own personal gain. So, for doing that and for setting David back years and years and years and unifying the kingdom, that may be the justification for why Avner was killed, okay? Let's continue. And David said to Yoav, specifically, and to all of the people that were there, so he's being very public about this. He says, rend your clothes and wear sackcloth and mourn before Avner because, and, and the king David went after the bed. Now, what does it mean that he went after the bed? He joined in the Levaya. He joined in the burial of Avner. He joined in the Levaya. He gave Avner a, a, uh, a, uh, a monarchical procession f- towards his burial. And usually it's Asur for a king to participate in Exactly. Usually it's Asur for a king to participate in funerals. So David went above and beyond. The Chachamim say, why would he break the Halakha? He did this. In order to make the people... Uh, understand understand that he wasn't involved Meaning this is all Literally appease the people This right? is to appease the people Exactly So So uh, so that's what David does And he's going to go even further Like They bury Abner in Hebron Where is Hebron? Why is Hebron significant? Forget your Avot oh, it It's the ca- capital of David at the time So he gives him a monarchical procession Towards his burial And he buries him in the capital city Right? Mm-hmm. So that's a very, very big honor for. He's a very big honor for Avner. Okay? Uh, but, and now people are going to see this and they're going to see wow, David is tearing his clothes and he's giving this much honor to Avner. He had nothing to do with this apparently because he apparently loved Avner. Like, and the king out loud, he cries for Avner. El Kebra Avner on Avner's grave. But if Ku Kolaam and all of the people cried as well. And he made the following kina, the following uh, lamentation. lamentation for Abner. That Abner died like an un- unworthy death, meaning it, he, he died in a way that wasn't befitting of him, like an unworthy man, even though he was worthy. Your hands were not bound And your legs were not tied to shackles So meaning he's saying I, If only you were to have fought back If only you were able to fight back You didn't even have your hands uh, shackled And you weren't even tied up Why didn't you fight back up there? You fell before people of uh, waywardness and when David made this lamentation, the people continued to cry for Avner. Of course it's exaggerated. Of course it's exaggerated. There's a part of this that David 
A, David does feel bad because David is a genuinely good person and he genuinely liked Avner and he genuinely thought, saw Avner as a king to him achieving the unification of the kingdom. But there is a level of exaggeration here because David needs to undo damage. It's not just that he has to win over Am Yisrael. He has to undo a negative perception of him. So he has to go above and beyond and exaggerate all of the sadness in order to undo the damage. You know, he's in negative territory right now, David. And now the people came to give David bread and he swore and he said, God, I swear on the name of God that until the sun sets, I'm not going to even taste bread or anything. Meaning I'm fasting for the rest of the day. Now the Chachamim say that there used to be a tradition that this Pasuk was written with a chaf. To cut, to cut David down. So the Chachamim say that At the beginning, the people were so upset about Avner's death that they wanted to kill David. And then when they saw how much he was mourning and he was fasting and that he was lamentation and this and that, the people came to feed him, to, to help him in his mourning. Okay, and that, uh, that's an interesting thing the Chachamim say. The whole army, Kiru, the people recognize this, and they, it's the meal you give to the mourners, the first meal after the burial, okay? So the whole army, Kiru, the people recognized and it was good in their eyes. Everything that the king did was good in the eyes of the people. And on that day, everybody recognized that it was not from the king to kill Abner ben Ner. Okay? So we'll pause there and uh, we'll continue tomorrow. Amen.